Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 81 in our new season on spiritual habits. Today we are talking about prayer. Yep. Yep. Something we something we do and something we are invited to do. Mm-hmm. And yet um, it could be And something I think we all feel like we can grow in. Like yeah, I don't absolutely. I don't know that there's anybody that's like Prayer, yeah, it. absolutely, absolutely. I'm a professional. Yeah, no need, no, you know, I've got that down. I think no matter what our maturity is, it is an area that we can constantly grow. Yeah. So let's so, talk about it. All right. So, question for you. Yes. What do you think would happen to your relationship with Steve, or my relationship with Tanya, if okay. you only talk to him, um, or if you talk to him once a week, once a month, or you went an entire month without talking to him at all, or you talk to him only when you needed something. So what do you think would happen? Well, he would immediately know something was wrong. That would be because I'm, I definitely like to verbally process (laughs) all the things. Uh, What would happen? I mean, we both, I'm sure there would be misunderstandings. There would be, we, I mean, poor Drew, he'd never get picked up. (laughs) (laughs) He'd get left behind all the time. Uh, so even just from a practical sense, that communication is important. And for yeah, sure, the relational, like, I think we would just, just drift and become yeah. independent people. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think the same thing. I'm, I'm still processing <laughs> Drew being left behind. So, uh, I, I think, yeah, I, I think the, um, the relationship would begin to wither um, because there's something about this human connection that we have Mm -hmm. that requires this communication, this talking to, we learn from each other. I think, I think I would be less smart if I did not talk to my wife. I think I would be less wise. Um, something in, inside of me. I would be less sensitive <laughs> if I didn't run things by Steve, for sure. He helps with that. Okay. So, so I think there's something um, that would be missing in the human relationship. Yeah. The, if we did not, if we chose to go a week or a month or even a year without talking to the people that we um, care about the most. Right. Um, and and I, I think there is a, a parallel to this whole idea of, of prayer that, that I know that there have been times in my life where it felt like I've gone a week or days without having an intimate conversation with God. And and I felt like something was missing. Something mm-hmm. was withering inside. My my relationship, my fellowship with God wasn't fresh. Um and and I, you know again, I, I think we all have been there. At least I, I mean, I, I've probably been there more often than I care to mm-hmm. admit and yet it's 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 defining reality. And yet this is about growth, right? This is about knowing where we are now to be able to move to where God desires us to be. And so one of the ways, um, or at least communication with God is called prayer. God communicating to us is called prayer. Us deepening our relationship and fellowship with God is called prayer. So when we talk about prayer, and I know I just said it a little bit, so when we we had to give a definition um, one word definitions, phrases, what would you say prayer is? Yeah, I would say it's a conversation with God. Um, Just as we would talk to our spouse or another person, 
in our life who's important to us, it it's that it is that same thing. It's talking, it's listening, it's a both directional conversation. Yeah. yeah. I think it it might be easy for us to think it's just one sided, kind yeah, of like yeah. the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> you know, like we just go right, through these exactly. words and so we pray before meals and we yeah. pray before bed or we say the Lord's Prayer. I mean, so there's a, there is a beauty in pre-written prayers and borrowing yeah. other people's words, the Lord's Prayer, Jesus's words yep. in answer to his disciples saying, teach us how to pray. Those are beautiful things. But if it becomes just wrote, like I said, like the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. well, then we've missed out on yeah. that conversation element of it, that yeah. talking back and forth. Yeah. And, and to say, yeah, I, I love the love the analogy. It's not just reciting something. When we get to the place of just reciting something, we, you, as you as you mentioned, we miss mm-hmm. the intimacy. We miss the fellowship, the closeness. Mm-hmm. I think going back to conversations with our spouses or with our children or our best friends, the the more we have the back and forth conversations, I think the closer we feel uh, to those individuals. And I think it's the same way with God. The the more we have these conversations, God, this is what I'm going through today. I'm really afraid, or I'm feeling anxious. Or God, I love you. Thank you for showing up in this case. It it causes us to feel closer to God, and and the more we don't talk to Him, it feels like the distance grows, almost like Grand Canyon size. And yeah. then then all other kinds of things go, goes through our minds. At that point, it's like, man, I haven't talked to God in a month, and He, I'm, I, I know He doesn't want to hear from me now. It's like, like, man, I really need a job, and now I'm only coming to him when I want something. And 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 God is always wooing us back to say, it really is okay. I know you're made of dust and flesh, and mm-hmm. and I know the the depths of the, you know the the desires you have, and I'm I'm inviting you back into this uh, this conversation that yeah. um, that that I want to have with you. Um, Again, number of places throughout Scripture we can go to uh, talking about prayer, but we kind of dropped anchor on at least one passage that I think um, is super. It, it kind of shows us um, a little bit of of this habit of prayer, prioritizing prayer, and so so this is uh, Mark chapter one verse thirty five, and this is Jesus praying. It says, "And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark." He departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. So what are some of the things, when you read this passage, hear this passage, what are some immediate observations regarding the habit of prayer? Yeah. Well, and the he here is Jesus. I yes. just was looking. He doesn't say that. <laughs> but it's Jesus. And the, so it is something that Jesus prioritized. Yeah. Um, prioritized in his schedule, like the rising very early in the morning while it was still dark. Like there's a commitment there. There's a there. commitment, absolutely. I, I mean, maybe he was an early riser, but uh, that that was a, he prioritized it in yeah. his day, even at the very beginning of the day. Yeah. And we can talk about that, that it, you know, but nevertheless, he, it was a priority in his day, even to start his day. Absolutely. Was to begin with a conversation with his heavenly father. Yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. He, uh, another thing that I noticed, he actually went away from the house. So we're mm-hmm. talking about solitude. So, so we, we talk about solitude and silence and anybody who's heard us in the last couple of years, we've EHS, EHR, we talk about solitude and silence. And 
And silence is being quiet before God. And solitude is actually moving away from people and also being silent before God. And so he actually leaves the house. He limits the distractions. And um, and the other thing that's really, really obvious here, he actually prayed. Yes, so the, 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 you know, have you have you ever... You know, you you prepare the room, you get your journal, you get your Bible, and then you get all of the things. And then it's like, wow, I like sometimes and then I just spend three minutes in prayer. Maybe, maybe it's just me. I, maybe Well, and I what I thought you were going to go for, which I totally have done this, where I just feel like I think about a situation yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of actually going to God. Exactly. With it. I, have, I will find myself like just processing. And, there, and we're not talking about just processing out problem solving in your brain. Exactly. There's a difference between that and bringing, bringing that same issue or concern relationship to God, yeah. asking, inviting his um, wisdom into that. But yeah, we do all that, the things and then we don't, we don't pray, yeah. actually pray. Yeah. And I think, I think again, uh, this is one of those obvious observations. He actually spent time in intimate conversation with God um, he had just finished working pretty much all day, healing, teaching, and and he he needed to check in with God so mm-hmm. God could set the agenda for his um, for his day and mm-hmm. for the rest of his ministry as or at least the rest of his ministry in that period of time. And so I think there is whereas we can talk about time of day. Um, there is something that Jesus gives us an example, like, God, I really want you to set the agenda yeah. and set in motion what I'm going to do today and um, so that I might listen. So, A friend yeah. recently told me um, she was challenged by what another friend said to her in that uh, she had a lot of doctor's appointments and felt like her week was full of doctor's appointments. And the, whether it's doctor's appointments, whether it's running kids to different places. I mean, we, all of us have very full schedules. And this person was recognizing that she was monitoring her week or that those um, doctor's appointments were the anchors for her week. Right, exactly. And realized, man, that is not, those are, I don't want that. To, I, I, I need to do those things, but I don't want that to be what my entire week is about is all these doctor's appointments. So she prioritized fitting in time of prayer and actually silence and solitude because she said, that's what I want my week to be anchored by. Yeah. Yeah. And then fit in the doctor's appointments around those instead of my life is super busy and crazy. And where can I squeeze in time to talk to God? I just thought that was a very powerful um, paradigm shift. And one that we can all, I mean, the busy things that fill our schedules that they are what they are there. Those aren't going to go away. Absolutely. But, we can choose to either have those be our anchor points yeah. and rev- and fit in everything else around that or choose to prioritize that time with God, that time in prayer, and then have those other things yeah. fill in the gaps. Well, I, I tell you, uh, CK, you and I know this just from working in the world of ministry. If we don't let God set the agenda in our lives, other people will happily set the agenda totally. for our yeah. lives. Yeah. And we'll find ourselves like, like, man, I didn't really mean to do that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't why did I sign up for that? And, and I didn't really mean to do that. And it's, But if we spend time listening to God, I think he'll give us the courage to say no to some things mm-hmm. because we actually spend time 
praying and him setting the agenda. This is the direction to go. This is the direction to go. This is the, this is where I don't want you to spend your time. And I have had over and over again, people setting the agenda for my life. And I think sometimes it was because I didn't let God set the agenda in prayer, mm -hmm. whether early in the morning or midday or even in the evening, thinking about the next day. Yeah. So, so we see in Jesus, um, him giving us a great example, um, putting effort in place, um, leaving the house, limiting distractions, um, prioritizing it and letting letting God begin to set the agenda mm -hmm. um, in uh, in his life. So so when we when we look at this, you, we say we, we don't want to we don't want to add this this I'm praying because I want God to do something for me, but there are benefits to actually spending time with God. What are why why do we even do this? Uh, because you know, we're talking about growth, we're talking about spiritual maturity. Why, why do we pray? Yeah. So, well, I'll speak very specifically. <laughs> you talked about other people setting your agenda for your life. I think when I don't pray, I'm prone to just run in my own life. Yeah. Yeah. And setting my own agenda and feeling like it's all up to me. Yeah. Um, I can definitely t think back to seasons where, you know, things are getting busier or there's more stress or pressure. And, I feel like, oh, I just don't have time to talk right. to God about this. I just got to get going on this stuff. And that's what will make me feel better is if I can just check some things off my list. Because <laughs> right. I love those lists. Right. <laughs> um, and then the way that goes is maybe for a while I can gut it out. Yeah. And then I reach the point of like, okay, I'm done. I, <laughs> I am exhausted yeah. or I'm completely stressed or I'm completely anxious. And then I go to God and say, help me, help me. Um, but how much better it is when I am regularly in yeah. conversation with him about those very same things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there is a peace. There is just a freedom and freshness in casting my cares yeah. on him. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and there have been times when I'm like, okay, Lord, I mean, you know, this ministry event, this is yours. Like, I don't know what you're going to do with it. It's kind of a mess right now, <laughs> but it's your problem. Yeah, I'm yeah. giving it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can have a little sass too when you talk to God. He can take it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, again, that peace, that that freedom, that weight is lifted yeah. when I am in conversation with him regularly yeah, about yeah. those things. Yeah, and I, I man, I, I am so uh, on... Um, on the same page there that in my own agenda, but, uh, but I think also it keeps our fellowship fresh. Yeah. Just like we started at the beginning. Um, when I'm talking to Tanya on a regular basis, it keeps our fellowship fresh. We know what's happening in the course of the day. Drew gets picked up like with, <laughs> when you and Steve talk. And so I think it, it really does help keep the relationship in a good space. Um, and and we, we get to laugh together. We get to actually enjoy. This is not just about gutting it out. Mm -hmm. We actually get to enjoy one another. Mm -hmm. um, and and so, um, so God loves to come near to us. He loves to fill us with spiritual wisdom and power. And I think those are some things that are, um, that come with enjoying the relationship through prayer keeping our fellowship fresh and 
and um, familiarizing ourselves with his voice. Um, that's another benefit. It's like, okay, go this way and not this way. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I know that? Well, because I've spent time with him and I know his voice. Um, I can I can pick out your voice anywhere uh, in in the you know in a crowd. Why? Because we've spent time together yeah. and we know one another's voices. And I think it's the same way is when we spend time with God in prayer, we can recognize his voice um, amidst our own voice, uh, the world's voice, and even um, the enemy's voice. Mm-hmm. And so I think those are some some benefits for uh, for us praying and, and it helps us to grow in our relationship with him. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So then what does this look like? What's the how of prayer? And there's not just one little answer. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, <laughs> there, there are a number of ways in which we can approach this. Um, in, we, 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 there's a simple acronym that we, mm-hmm. you know, that we use. If you don't know where to begin, it, it actually can start with, you know, we use the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S. And, um, and those are four ways in which you and I can pray on a, on a regular basis. The A is adoration. It's just really telling God, you know, how great he is. God is not an egotistical maniac where he needs to constantly be told he's great. But I think it's an acknowledgement of his bigness and our smallness. Mm-hmm. It's an acknowledgement of he is Lord of all. He is, um, he is in fact, you know, powerful beyond measure. And we acknowledge that. The moment I acknowledge that is, is I recognize my agenda is smaller than his. Mm-hmm. And so adoration is, is one way we, we can begin. And that can look simply like, God, thank you for being great. Um, God, you, you know, you made the entire world and, um, and you made me a little bit lower than the angels as the, as the text says. And so it's, it's an acknowledgement of who, uh, who God is. Now the C is, we, we use that as confession. Yes. So. Which is telling God the, the sin, the mistakes that we've made, the wrong choices, he it's not a surprise to him. <laughs> um, he sees all of it, but it is important for us yeah. to to confess those, for us to recognize them ourselves, yeah. and that helps. Like I kind of view, like clear the airway. Absolutely, you know, sin, yeah. particularly habitual sin, is going to interfere with our relationship with God. We're not going to hear from Him. We're not going to, um, I mean, get to the point of even acknowledging Him if we are living in habitual sin. So bringing those things, asking him to reveal Absolutely. what's in our heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that relates to even to that bigger idea we talked about in the last episode of growing, yeah. um, growing in Christ likeness. Well, then that also means if we're looking more and more like him, then we're looking less and less like our sinful nature. Yeah, yeah. So it is asking the Lord to reveal those things to us um, and confessing them. Yeah. To, uh, and and it's, to slow, it's slowing down to be able to listen and mm-hmm. like man I, I had a really rotten attitude here or I said something you know to that person and and even being able to go back to that person hey I like and I what I said to you was not right uh, I had a wrong attitude and that so confession is a big deal and then the T is Thanksgiving and um, 
this is like we can spend an entire week, an entire month, an entire year finding things to thank God for, whether it's the breath in our lungs or the ability to see, the ability, our, the mobility of our limbs, the, uh, that we have a job or those just uh, the list goes on. It's an almost an infinite list that we can we can write down to say this is how I'm grateful for these things. And so and gratitude, I think, softens our heart as well to to even for us to be able to recognize how good God has been to us, even amid um, adversity, pain, and suffering, uh, I believe the blessings of God really do outweigh the adversity we experience, and it really helps to put the adversity in perspective when we we start And the more we see those things to be thankful for, I think the more we see those things to be thankful for. Like, it definitely, that gratitude just um, is contagious, and we, it is a, a, I mean, we see more and more how God is a part of everything that we do. Yeah, yeah. So A, adoration, C, C confession, yep. T, T, thanksgiving, thanksgiving and then and S, S, supplication. I was, we're about to say it together, yeah, supplication. Which is so. maybe not a word that we use yeah. on the regular. Right. It, it, another word would be maybe petition. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there are two types of prayers that fit into supplication or petition. That is praying for ourselves, uh, that's where we we ask God for things. That's where we tell Him these are the things we need. And again, God is God really already knows what we need, but I think He also wants us to actually recognize the things that uh, we need and and the prayers that we we're praying to Him, uh, we're we're giving to Him. And then the other one is intercession. We talked a little bit about that on Sunday. It is actually me or you standing in this in the place of another person praying for the needs of that person. Mm-hmm. So we um, so we get a chance to do that. Petition or supplication where we actually say, okay, God, this is what I need. These are the things that are troubling me. Would you please help me? Would you please show up? And so um, that's a simple acronym, adoration, telling God who he is, how great he is. C, confessing. Yeah, this is where I've blown it, God. T, thanksgiving. God, so grateful for all that you do. And then supplication uh, or petition is we get a chance to talk to God about the things that we need or that other people need. And we're inviting God to show up in those spaces. Yeah. 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 That's a great, I mean, you can literally pray right through that. That's a great way to start. It's also not a magical order either. I mean, there is some intention. I think it does. That order does prepare our hearts to even ask for the things that are in line with what um, is God's best. But we can do all of those things and at any time. At any time, yeah. And it yeah. doesn't have to be 10 or 15 minutes. It can be a two-second um, arrow prayer, you know, asking for help, asking for guidance. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways that prayer, what prayer can look like. You can keep a prayer journal, yeah. which is a fun thing to then have that recorded and then yeah. look back on it. I've heard of people having prayer walls, you know, getting those big giant post-it notes <laughs> and they write down the things um, when we pray and then when we see how God has answered a prayer, whether that's how we were thinking it would turn out or yep. how it wasn't. Yep. I mean, there is power in both of those things. We see more and more and just back to our marriage analogy, like, we do see um, the impact that that relationship has. We do see and grow closer to the Lord as we are conversing with Him, 
as we're driving to work, of course, with our eyes open, <laughs> inviting him into a meeting. I mean, I've heard yeah, of people yeah. who even build, you know, space between their appointments throughout the day so that they yeah. can just rec- throughout the day recognize and invite God into yeah, whatever yeah. it is that you they're can, doing. You can you can include the physical activity with spiritual activity. You can take a prayer walk. Yes. Uh, whether it's around your neighborhood or around your office building, wherever you work. Um, and and that um, being outside and talking to God is a is just another way that, um, that again very very practical uh, killing two birds with one stone getting your steps in plus uh, building a a closer relationship with God and so uh, so again there we could we could we could have taken this into so many different directions yeah. but we wanted to keep it very practical very kind of cookies on a, on a lower shelf where people like, no, I can actually do that. I can mm-hmm. actually grow in my prayer life with, um, with some of those, uh, some of those practical tips. So what can we learn about God and learn about ourselves from this little, um, this episode here? Yeah. I think just the amazing invitation we have to invite God into whatever it is that we're doing, that he he wants to converse with us. Yeah. He wants to be a part. And the amazing, I mean, just like Jesus prioritized, yeah. Yeah. I think also the importance. So maybe that's for ourselves. Yeah. Like we have to choose that. Yeah. Um, like my friend who had all the appointments and recognized yeah. that that's yeah. what was driving her day. We have to intentionally choose to prioritize conversation with God. Yeah. So that would be my question for us as well as our listeners. Like, what does that look like for you this week? Yeah. How do yeah. you choose and prioritize this habit of prayer? Yeah. I, I think um, something that you said, again, I'll just co-sign, which is um, sometimes I don't know and I don't realize how much God wants to spend time with me. Hmm. And I think I miss that. I think um, I think we think about the time that we want to spend with him, but he doesn't need it, but he desires mm-hmm. to spend time with his children. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me is part of what I'll take back into my own prayer life is like, no, the father actually wants to spend time with me. He's not, he's not just tolerating me. Yeah. He actually desires to spend time with me. And so, um, so that's it. That's, that's, uh, that that's how is. we grow in, um, in the habit of the habit of prayer. Yeah. Thank you friends for joining us. Uh, your challenge is to have a conversation with the very best friend you can have. Um, how will you prioritize prayer this week? 